0: Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. We're back on another fine Wednesday night. That's a fact. The Doc G Show. I am your host, Dr. G. With me, as per usual, one Justin, Virgin Bat, Evangelista.
1: Yay, yay, I'm
2: That's here. Right.
0: And a Dave Burles, Burlin.
2: I'm back, boys. Sorry I missed last week.
0: It's okay. Emergencies. Emergencies, we I didn't understand. did
2: lose any socks. Good. Yes, I had to save the world. I had to save the world. So I, I like we're it. back in this. Let's go.
0: There we go. Uh, speaking of that, Dave, what do you got going on this week? What kind of responsibilities?
2: Hmm. Dude, I have so much responsibilities. On top of saving lives, you know, I got to make sure my dog's life is also safe. Of course. He's getting his, you know, daily requirements. You know, Justin mentioned Storm. Mm-hmm. Got to shout out the Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But doing daily boyfriend requirements on top of school stuff. So, Uh, you know, I'm a busy man, Doc. But the Doc G show,
0: it has a special
2: place in my heart.
0: Yeah. So much. You know who doesn't have any responsibilities? Justin. You. Nah, I got responsibilities, sadly. Kids. Justin has none. Kids. Well, and Justin, that's true.
2: Kids, Kids, Justin, same thing.
0: Yes. Those guys, they're living their best life, and their best life involves not having any responsibility and not being aware of anything socially. Kids have no concept. I couldn't have said it
2: better myself.
0: They have no concept of self-awareness, and they they don't really realize. Like, you know, adults were worried about about people like judging us. Yes! And I realize this isn't a novel concept. I realize most people understand this about kids, but sometimes you just got to take a step back and say, yeah, that's nice. Word. I was I was at the beach the other day, a little bit ago, and uh, about two blocks away, I saw a dad walking with his son, and the kid was wearing a cape Sweet. and Speedos and goggles around his neck, just, just trotting down the road, like he was late for a business meeting. Wasn't worried. That's that's a little that's a little red flag for me. You were, I mean, but that's the thing. He there is no red flag for him. Nope. That's it. And he just takes a gander back at his dad, he's like, Come on, dad, let's go. And he looks back and his Shit. dad. He's got a the giant inflatable swan and he's got a couple of noodles and he's got a cart with copious amounts of digging supplies. Like, I got a feeling, if most people were doing this, they'd be embarrassed. They If you were heading out to the beach in a cape, speedo combo, followed by your your man who's got all the supplies and the giant swan... That's right. You know, Justin wouldn't be embarrassed, but that's a just a regular weekend. Probably not. No, that's a regular weekend for you.
1: No shame, baby.
0: <laughs> but this kid was the same way, oblivious to everything going on. Much more concerned about partying with his swan and digging the deepest hole this side of the Mississippi. Fellas, hey. I think we need to take a cue from this kid. I think we need to start doing this show as if nobody was listening, which is basically true. I, th- I thought we already do it that way. Yeah, we basically do, but I'm just saying, maybe we need to refire that up, just fire the coal, stoke the fire again. Guys, are you ready to fire up this Listenless show? Hmm. Let's go. Justin. Woo, woo! Okay, there we go. That's it. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. All right, guys. Uh, This show, it's a doozy. I'll tell you that right now. we doozy? Uh, it's a doozy, yes. We have Mahesh Katagi. Ah. I don't know if you know about Mahesh Katagi. Uh, not only is he a fantastic comedian, he is a PharmD. That's right. He has his doctorate wow. in pharmacy. That's right. That's crazy. Yeah, he's done that. He's played across the country. He's played at Caroline's on Broadway. He's played at uh, he, he's played at Gotham. He's played at the New York City Club. All the big deals. Uh, very excited to talk to him about a lot of different things. We've also got some new tunes from our friend from Athens Park, Mr. Quincy White. He's got a new album out. Very exciting to hear some of those tunes. It's going to be good stuff. But first, guys. Nice. Nice. We've got to start the show with what we always start the show with. What would be? Yes. please. Birthday suit. Gentlemen, born on September 26, 1981, in Saginaw, Michigan. Our birthday suit- Saginaw. Saginaw, yes, sir. With an S? With an S. S Saginaw. Our birthday suit- Saginaw, Michigan. Yeah, our birthday suit wearer was uh, born in Saginaw, but moved to Compton, California- at a very young Ooh. age, where her dad mm-hmm. started teaching her to play tennis.
1: Oh my god, is it Serena?
0: Boom! He got it. Uh, I knew uh, it would. It is Serena. It is Serena. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are late. <laughs>
0: he was a little delayed. I think I think Dave just selectively did not hear your Serena and was like, you know what? No, Venus. That's the one. Venus.
2: Well, I was waiting I was waiting for through, the yeah. I was waiting for the no. Uh, you were like good try but no. Okay. I was, I was waiting for the second Okay, one. fair yep.
0: enough. All right. Well let me finish you
1: know it what? up. Yeah, it was 50-50 on that one. Ooh. Scary, okay. very scary if I got it right though. Let me finish problem.
0: it up. She started playing at three. Her uh she then moved to West Palm Beach in Florida at nine. She made her professional debut at the age of fourteen. In 1995 Since then she has won 23 Grand Slam Titles and 14 doubles Titles uh, Not including the US Open which she uh, Which she uh, got kicked Out of for getting all crazy if we recall that Just what was that Last weekend Two weekends ago hmm.
2: Yeah yeah, it was like Two yeah.
0: weeks ago Yep I can't remember I'm getting too old man The
2: whole sexist stuff Man Yep Yeah um, I think Anyways Was that two
0: weeks I'm pretty sure It's two weeks now Anyways yep. I think so I have no idea <laughs> Justin's like What tennis uh,
2: like, Justin's like Women's tennis What are we talking about he, here
0: He's like The only thing I remember is been talking about Wimbledon two years ago That's all I remember That's all I've got Hell yeah Anyways yep. Are we Ready to rip some headlines.
2: Hmm. Doc, can you rip it, please? I can. Do it. I
0: can. Do it now. And now, the new. Justin. Thank you. Hmm. Justin. Hmm. Oh,
1: yeah, just go. Just go. <laughs> just go.
0: <laughs> what is the proper way? To dispose of a dead four thousand pound whale that is washed ashore
1: you cut it up into small little pieces disperse it around the area but within maybe a tw- give you a 50 mile radius um
0: maybe
1: you want it maybe you want to eat some of the whale pieces to 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 help in your dispersal who knows but Oh whale, no! Exactly,
0: Dave. Whale, no, is correct. Wait, what?
1: Why? Why not? Don't
0: don't worry though, Justin. The police in Rye, New Hampshire, are in the same seat as you. They're still working on the proper answer. So, so first of all, off. I'd like to point out who in the American public knew that New Hampshire has a beach. Did you guys know that? Nope. 12, 12 miles. They literally have 12 miles of coastline. Mm, anyways. Nice.
1: That's probably crowded over there.
0: It's They got to get it in. Uh, the coastline is obviously where uh, they effed up with the disposal of a whale. So true. Um, so last week, a baby whale washed up on shore. The police were called. They showed up. They looked at the baby whale, and they were like, hmm... So we should probably just throw this in a dumpster, am I right? Wait, what? And they literally just threw it into a dumpster. Hmm. 16
1: yeah. foot. I, I think I've seen this. I saw that. 16 foot. That's so bad.
0: 4,000 pound whale in a dumpster. They got a backhoe with a front loader and they moved the whale over to the dumpster and just dropped it on the dumpster. Not surprising. Was it,
2: it was already dead before. Th- yeah, oh, no, it was. No.
0: It was so dead. Yeah, so dead. It was
1: washed okay. up. Yeah, yeah.
0: And okay. of course, sixteen feet did not fit. <laughs> and can you? Pretty n-
1: hard to hide that.
0: Can you imagine uh, the actual like garbage guy? If they would have gotten it in the garbage into the dumpster, and the garbage guy comes and he's like, oh "What? Are you did?" St- it's, what am I supposed to... It's a full-on whale in my dumpster. What am I supposed to... My truck can't lift that. Nope. What are you doing? Anyways, <laughs> the news went viral, and the police chief had to come out and say, Yeah, you know what? That wasn't the we correct method. Sorry about that. Yep.
2: Not the smartest, thing. We mis- we, ju- we won't do that again with the next whale.
0: Yeah, we mis- we misjudged the size of the whale. You literally said that. Misjudge the size of the whale.
1: Misjudge the size. But do beached whales happen frequently in this place? Don't
0: worry. If it does, they'll get it right this time. They'll get it right the next. Yeah. Next time
2: time it happens. Maybe this was a
1: first-time thing, and they were like nervous. Where do we put a beached whale? (laughs) They
2: They got nervous. (laughs) They got nervous. (laughs) Just throw
0: it in the dumpster. Go. Um, (laughs) Just get rid of it. All right. Here we go, Dave when was the last time you ordered a pizza delivery
2: hmm oh shoot delivery man those unf library days were so clutch with delivering pizza so like hell yeah yeah like two years ago a year and a half two years ago okay everything
0: go well with those orders that you can remember nothing out of the ordinary
2: hmm um sometimes i would go down there and it'd be like for a different name Mm. they'd be like are you they're like you don't look like a sarah did you order a pepperoni and i was like i did order pepperoni but i'm not sarah i'm with sarah don't worry
0: about it it's yeah
2: sarah is my friend wink wink nice nice
0: well it didn't go so smooth in st paul minnesota Mm. what happened jacob todd around a a two first namer that's the first problem here yeah (laughs) jacob todd they don't know what name
2: to put on the pizza box
0: exactly and yes i am justin anyways that's why i'm a problem i'm a renegade
1: oh shoot yeah
2: that's right
0: jacob todd around midnight was getting a little hungry so he decided to order a pizza from the pizza hut that's just down the street When the Pizza Hut... He went with Pizza Hut. The Pizza Hut guy got there. He was greeted by a man pointing a knife at him Hmm. that demanded he give him the pizzas for free or he'd stab him. Nope. The Pizza Hut guy ran back to his car and called his manager with... The pizzas. Wow. He didn't give him the pizzas. Wow. Are you kidding me? If I was that delivery man, the first thing I would have done has been like, here, take them. They're all yours. Go for it.
1: He said, wait, hold on. Let me get my manager and make sure I can give it, this to you for free. That's right. It's not worth it. It's not worth
2: exactly. it. Exactly.
0: I would have given it, I would have been like, here's the pizzas. Do you need any crushed uh, pepper, Parmesan cheese? I got any it Any extra car. Parmesan cheese? Yeah. Me. I would have told her, are you kidding me? But this guy, he didn't quit. And he called his manager, and the manager was like, uh, yeah, we should probably call 911. Way to stand your ground. Meanwhile, our man Jacob Todd realized he may have to do some a damage control because this was him. That was uh, demanding pizzas with a knife. Mm. Uh, So he called. Yeah, the police showed up at Jacob's place and were like, "Uh, "Hey, so you can't um, threaten people with knives to give you a pizza." And he was like, "Wait, what? A knife?" No, what actually happened was some dudes from Pizza Hut pulled up, and they started throwing things at us. Can you believe that? Yeah. They were throwing, like, rocks and stuff at us. Crazy.
2: That story. We had to respond with our
0: knives. So since, you know, the police were like, we don't want to actually do anything. So true. They were like, all right, whatever. And they left. And Jacob then called Pizza Hut again. And he was like, listen, I don't know what all that nonsense was about somebody pulling a knife on the delivery guy, but it's totally cool. And I'd still like to get a pizza, so if you could uh, come back and bring me one, I'll totally take it and not try to stab you. Hmm. And the manager of the pizza hut okayed it. What? And sent the same delivery guy back out. What the heck? To the crazy man's house that just tried to stab him. This time.
1: Wow.
0: And the delivery guy went. He was like, all right. What? I guess. And so he goes back out. This time, he sees Jacob standing there in the almost exact same spot with a flashlight flashing it on and off. And the delivery man just said, you know what? Nope. Not this time. And, of course, the cops were called again. And Jacob was searched. He still had the knife in his pocket. Girl, come on in wow. his pocket.
1: And of Can't trust anyone.
0: He was arrested for aggravated attempted robbery. Aggravated I'm surprised that Joe that driver sobered up that quickly. I mean a couple of hours. I mean, jeez, <laughs> man, ridiculous. Justin. Hmm. Yo, do you ever hang out in your front yard naked?
1: Hmm. Um sometimes. That's a fact.
0: Maybe work on your truck naked?
1: Um yes, that's a fact.
0: Yeah, okay. No, I
1: just stand naked. Well, I just I just stand. I like from it. Like 3 to 5 and just do
0: it. That's very good because there's no law against that. I don't know if you knew that or not. Really? You can do that as long as there's no neighborhood, you know, HOA agreements, you can do that it's not illegal if it's on that's your That's
1: because I am the law. If
0: you're on your property and you're getting naked that's fine and it seems to be causing a problem in Stewart, Florida. Yes, in Stewart, Florida. That's a
2: big That's a big problem.
0: Yeah, well apparently there's a dude that uh is offending some of his neighbors because he just does everything naked. Hmm. He just
2: I'm offended that they're offended.
0: Yeah, well you know, I mean, I thought about this when I read the story and I was like would I really care? And I was like, No, I would not. I would not care at all. <laughs> nope. Like, <laughs> nope.
2: I just wouldn't look at the guy. Well,
0: and and you know, of course, it was the same classic thing that we had the problem at the minor league baseball game with the whole "what about the children" deal.
1: It, oh, the jumbo shrimp and the mini shrimp. Yeah,
0: and again, it yeah. it was it was. Oh my God, what if my children see it? I'm like, Well, then you tell them. That's a guy that likes to be naked at his house. It's weird, right? That's what you tell him. Like, is it that hard? I mean, I don't understand. I don't know. What, was it that hard? No, hmm. apparently it was harder than that because they still want this guy. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I, I got it. I was trying to move on, but, you know. you. No!
1: <laughs> We movie are going on. to Moving on moving <laughs> on
0: moving on. Movie fine, gone. we'll give All we'll right, give it fine. a we'll give it uh we'll give it a rim shot. There we go. <sighs> give there, me a
2: little
0: snare. There it is. Okay, Dave, I'm gonna give you a scenario. Hmm. Yep. It's gonna have multiple choice answers. Okay. Let's say you live in Portland, Oregon, and you've decided hypothetically decided to purchase a dilapidated trailer, which you may or may not... Dilapidated? Yeah, dilapidated trailer, which you may or... I don't know what that means. What's that, Dave?
2: I don't know what dilapidated means.
0: Dilapidated means it's falling apart. It's a horrible-looking trailer.
2: So I'm buying a crappy trailer yes
0: you are and you may or may not okay. be using it to make meth in Wait, what? i don't know Oh um, then after a okay. couple of months Hy- hypothetically yeah and after a couple of months you decide to move on from said meth trailer and yep. i want to know what you would do with your dilapidated trailer a leave it on your property and just maybe put some uh limbs over it maybe some brush Yep. You know, nice. uh, B, burn it on your property, making sure that hey. you do it during a thunderstorm, so neighbors think explosions yeah. are thunder and not meth. I'm um, not oh, yeah, yeah, that. L- C, listen or list the the job of removing the trailer on Craigslist for a thousand dollars, or D, Wait. drop it off in the parking lot of your local uh, elementary school.
2: Well, you know, the the $1,000 price to get rid of it's a little pricey for me. Yeah. So I'm just going to drop it off at the uh, elementary school for free.
0: Well, it's funny that you mentioned both C and D, because apparently both C and D <laughs> happened in Portland this past week. A uh, guy...
2: Both of them. Both you, of them. Both
0: of them did. A guy listed his trailer that he wanted to be removed from his property. And to be clear, in the actual story, it doesn't say that he was using it to make meth. It just looked pretty stereotypical having the symptoms of a meth lab in the picture. Mm. Anyways, he wanted to get rid of his trailer. He didn't really know what to do. Maybe You know what? I, let me backtrack. Maybe it wasn't for meth. Maybe he just needed an extra man cave on his property where he watched football games away from his cantankerous wife. Maybe that was it. War. Who knows? Who knows?
2: I can, I can understand that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just a red blooded American. Anyways, what would any red red-blooded blooded American do? Or blue blooded. Or blue blooded to get rid of their uh trailer. Hmm. Put it on Craigslist. That's a fact. That's what he did. Mm. Right? Derek Connolly was quick to respond to the ad. He said he could do the job for a thousand dollars. So he headed over to the guy's house, picked up the trailer, and then drove it to the local elementary school, where he dropped it off. Oh, probably not the best place <laughs> to drop it <at> off. <laughs> of course, the cops tracked down Derek the next day, and he was arrested. Um, my favorite part of the story. It's pretty
2: impressive work by the co- by the cops.
0: Well, you know, it doesn't take too much to be like, hey, uh, whose trailer is this? Then they go back to the owner, and they're like, hey, who moved this trailer there? And he's like, "Uh, some dude, Derek Conley. I uh, paid him $1,000 to get rid of it. And they're like, oh, we'll go find that guy. Yeah. You want to know his offense? His charge was offensive littering. Hmm. Uh, Wow, offensive
1: littering? Yeah. do that?
0: I would like to know what's non-offensive littering. Or maybe what's uh, defensive <laughs> littering? I don't know, but yeah, whatever. I'm offended. Whatever it is, he uh, he did some offensive littering with that weird trailer, Justin. Hmm. I, yes, sir. How many times have you wondered? You know what? I wonder what octopuses act like on ecstasy.
1: Hmm. Um. All the time.
0: I thought so. I thought that that crossed your, you know, couple hundred times maybe throughout your lifetime. Don't worry, Justin. Maybe thousands. Don't worry. Neuroscientist Gold Dolan has the answer for us. All right. So, so it's a little less weird than you'd think. There's actually a reason why this was. They weren't just like, hey, let's go ahead and give some illegal street drugs to octopuses. That wasn't the idea. Let's
1: get these octopus stones. That wasn't
0: the idea. Apparently, the two. Sp- The two-spot California octopus uh, has almost the exact genes as humans for the protein that binds the signaling molecule serotonin in our brain. Uh, Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so this gives them a way, obviously, to sort of look at the drug effects on the protein in an octopus instead of trying to do it on a human. Uh, Makes yeah. sense. Now, Makes sense. Now they knew going into this that the old two-spot California octopus, they're a solitary animal. Oh. If you put the octopuses beside each other, they kill each other or they eat one oh, another. Oh jeez.
1: Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, it's no p- kidding.
0: Pretty vicious. Pretty vicious. Um. Wait, they're so like they bait kill beta
2: each fish. other. They kill each other or what? What was yeah. the Or eat each
0: other and. Uh, okay. And yes, they are like beta fish, Justin. Correct. (laughs) Um, But they decided okay, let's see what these octopuses do if we put them on ecstasy, and then we put them beside each other. Turns out they're big fans of each other. They're really big fans. They even hugged each other. That's right.
1: Wow. So ecstasy is a drug of love, not hate. Yeah, but we already that is the that. conclusion
2: for oh, octopuses. Hey.
0: <laughs> we obviously do not endorse any human doing it,
2: but we we don't endorse that. But that's already like kind of known. That that's, that's a little known bit for.
0: known, but the main thing I want it's scary. people to it's t- a scary... the main thing that I wanted t- people to take from this story is what a great job, what a great job to explain to other people what you do. What do I do? Well, I give octopuses illegal street drugs, and then I moderate their cuddling behavior. Hell yeah! Just want to see how much they hug each other. Pretty normal job, right? Yep. That's what what you would think most people do. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Guys, that is... Only take ecstasy if you have eight tentacles and you're a solitary octopus. There you go. That is the lesson of the story.
0: I like it, Justin. That is the perfect story and the way to sum up. Rip from the headlines. Guys... Are we ready to hear some new tunes from Quincy White? Hmm.
1: Let's do it, yeah. baby. Um, I'm freaking ready. Let's
3: go.
0: Let's get it. Let's get it.
3: Five, Spinnaker
0: Radio, LP fm UNF Jacksonville. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP-95.5 FM in Check Jacksonville.
1: Check out the freaking podcast. I, I it. didn't
0: even finish. The, I the, know.
1: I thought you would finish at that point where I in- interrupted you.
0: Hmm. I have yeah. to. I have to do that. That's a thing. We have Dang. to go back and say it now because it's a uh, tag. We will get right. reprimanded by the the station, and they will burn our houses down if we don't say that correctly.
1: Dang it! Wow,
0: it's pretty serious. Anyway, fine,
1: fine. Her, go, go.
0: Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP, ninety-five point five FM in Jacksonville. Florida. Thank you. Justin, do you have something you'd like to say? Check out
1: the freaking podcast. It's free.
0: <laughs> there we go. That's anyway. good. See what I
1: did there? I said check out the freaking. Free king. Free, king. Yes. free podcast. It's, yeah. it's embedded in your mind. I'm in at? your consciousness. At, um. Well, I listen to it on the podcast app on Apple. Yeah. Yes. But you can nice. also check out SoundCloud. Yes. It's SoundCloud, out there. SoundCloud.com slash Doc G Show. Come
0: on, now. It, it's out there anytime you want it. It's like 7-Eleven. Get the Slurpee that is the Doc G, Doc G Show. It's uh, extra large. <clears throat> oh. Um. It's big. Are you fellas ready for the <laughs> next birthday suit?
1: Yes, let's get it. Come on, two yes. for two. Come on. Come on, now.
0: Okay, this one's a little bit tougher. And uh, Dave, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say Justin's going to be our, our lean-to on this one. That's okay. No, no, no. Yes,
2: Please. Come on, Justin.
0: It's got to be you. It's it. got to be you. Okay. Born it's on September 26, what? 1948 <laughs> in Cambridge, England. Cambridge, England. Did you catch that, Justin?
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cambridge, England.
0: Our birthday suit wearer moved to Australia at the age of six. So she's, she's 70. She's... She was born in England, moved to Australia. Our birthday suit wearer entered a singing competition and won her prize. Her prize was a trip to England to record music. She met wow,
1: Pat- back home. Yep.
0: Yeah, she met Pat Carroll, and they toured as a group for several years. After that, she had a couple of big solo hits in the 60s and the 70s, but this is the key clue. Get ready for it. 1978, on. she had her biggest film event of her career as she played Sandy opposite John Travolta in the film Grease. Oh, uh,
2: Olivia Newton John.
1: <laughs> yes! Oh, man! Let's go! go per- baby! Go! Don't lean on me, baby! lean on me.
0: When apparently you're not. not. Okay, so uh, if anybody's. <laughs> If anybody's keeping check, Dave is good with sports and grease. And Grease Light those, yeah. mm. those two things. <laughs> Fellas, if we You're know the
1: one that I freaking love, boy. There you go. Ooh. There
0: you go. G- you give that? us a can we give a little rendition of it?
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Honey. Wow. Very nice. Very nice, guys. Uh, oh, yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Justin, what do I hate?
1: Um, weddings. You hate weddings.
0: That is true. I hate weddings. And if you guys remember, before our long hiatus, when we all went on uh, vacays and partied with other famous celebrities and did all kinds of great things that we did, seriously, we didn't just sit there and twiddle our thumbs. Wait, what? If you recall that, before we took that break... Uh, we started a segment called "Why Weddings Suck." Yeah. it's, a, it's um, about
2: that time again. It's about wedding season again. It's coming. It is, and I've it's got coming.
0: a, I've got a couple stories why weddings suck. Oh, guys, let's first start with uh, Brett Young. Do you know Mr. Brett Young? The
1: uh, country singer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In case you didn't know, man, that got, sounds pretty good. That's my jam. Yeah, well,
0: Damn. Hmm. well oh, recently, heck, yeah. Brett Young sat down with People magazine to talk about his wedding. Uh-oh. He's uh he's getting married to his lady friend of 10 years. Oh jeez. Yeah. Time. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Why Taylor is Mills. That you know what I mean? Uh, oh, I don't know. You keep it going. You do the Kurt Russell. You do the Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, and you just say, we're just going to hang out. We're not getting married. (laughs) We're going to hang out. That's a fact. They've been... I mean, they've been hanging out for like 35 years, those two. They're pretty dope at it. Anyways, that is a good point. Very good point, Dave. Uh, Here's the quote. Are you ready for his quote about his wedding?
1: Yep. Yes, go, go, go.
0: 100%. I cry when I think about it. End quote. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think that says it all. He's so depressed about the wedding, he, he just, just cries every time he thinks about it. <laughs> I Very cry sad.
1: every night for you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That's a good song. And good rendition, Justin. Very do good. Do you like it? I, I do not. like it. Thank you, man. You're uh, welcome. Listen. Justin. Justin, last week the Wall Street Journal put out an article about how in vogue barn weddings are.
1: How in vogue barn weddings are?
0: Yes. Wow. Yes.
1: Wow, barn weddings. Yeah, actually I've seen I've seen a recent uptake in barn weddings. Dude, I've I been think into, it's like, the whole like barn weddings. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I was about to say Dave went to one. I remember I saw it on they're, Facebook. There, I think white I like culture, it's very uh, prevalent. Wow,
3: he mm, said it.
1: White culture. Mm, I yeah. was gonna say something around it tangentially <laughs> around it but i i don't know i didn't know what to do justin yes, white how culture. how
0: many filipino barn weddings have you been to
1: hmm. um does a um a wedding in a um like a like a, a like a rooster farm what account? huh i've yes, seen that yes. in the philippines yes that counts okay <laughs> yep it was between neighbors it was between nice. neighbors i think uh, it had to do with property
0: was it an arranged marriage
1: I have, I can't say, and I, I don't know. He can't but decline. Okay. It he can't decline property, that it was so. well It had to do with property, and I'll let you draw that conclusion. Okay,
0: out. okay. Last year, fifteen percent of American weddings in a barn. Can you believe it?
1: Fifteen percent. Wow.
0: Yeah, 60, yeah. Let's get sixty
2: percent uh, of the ones I went to were in barns. That's a fact. Sixty. Oh,
0: impressive. Wait. Impressive. Let's get Laura Merle. This is her quote about her barn weddings. Um, I saw a llama at the last barn wedding what? I went to. <laughs> what? I Lama. thought me and this llama had this connection of sorts. Hmm. It came over to me. It looked me right in the face, and it just spit in my face. With such an. are int- the ones that spit? Yeah. With such I an intense force that it pretty much... Drench me.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's, so awesome. now, That's so awesome.
0: Now, guys, if it's not bad enough that you're getting spit on by llamas, let me take you through another one. Uh, here's another reason why barn weddings can be pretty horrible. Let's listen to what happened at Silver Oaks Estate, a barn at Silver Oaks Estate. About 200 guests were grooving <laughs> To Justin Groovy. Timberlake's. Oh, they were grooving. Sweet. To Can't Stop it. the Feeling. Oh. A, Can't Stop
1: the Feeling. That's a pretty popular hit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, during that song, on the dance floor, two deer appeared right what? in the middle <laughs> of the barn. What a the mother heck? and a little baby fawn. Oh. The deers started dancing, hopping around to the music. And that's when. Wait, what? That's when the owner of the estate noticed that the deer had been eating fermented apples that had fallen on the property. These Whoa. deer were drunk. They
1: were lit. Oh, wow, Heck wow. Yeah. That's crazy. They, w- they, well, were, you know what? they were feeling the yeah, vibe. They had have been big fans of Justin Timberlake. Yes. They, they were big fans. Big fans. Definitely feeling it.
0: But if you go to weddings, there's a 15% chance that you're going to a barn wedding, which means there's a 15% chance that you'll get in fight with a deer because it's Shoot. drunk. It's getting Scared. buck wild on the dance floor. Hit the pun button. Yes.
1: Literally buck wild. Right here. Oh, deer.
0: No, oh, deer. Oh, uh, fellas...
1: <laughs> A lot of folks right. are
0: getting married out in the Northwest.
1: Okay, okay.
0: You know, Brian Keith Starr was an attendance for at least four of these weddings. Hmm. Are you wondering why I brought up Brian Keith Star?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of yes, I am lost. You lost. Yeah.
0: Well, it's because he was busy stealing $14,000 worth of gifts at weddings. Jeez. Oh That's God. right. What? Yeah. yeah. Say what? He probably wouldn't have, would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't if for it hadn't meddling been for, kids. For, hmm. In this case it <laughs> wasn't kids, it was a mom. A mom. Oh, decided to take a picture of Mr. Star and put it on Facebook. And she put it on Facebook. It said, Do any of our friends or family know who the guy is in the blue shirt? Hmm. We do not recognize him. We also do not have the gift bag that's in his hands. Nor did we serve that type of drink. Wow. And they tracked Mr. Star down. He was arrested. See, guys? Apparently if you attend weddings in a blue shirt and have a rolling rock beer, which is how I attend all my weddings You will be jailed for stealing gifts. It is horrible.
2: He obviously didn't watch watch wedding crashers Hmm.
0: Yeah, well apparently this guy didn't want to do any of the fun stuff of wedding crashers He just wanted to steal all the gifts so, it's a know.
2: process, buddy. It's a process. That's right. To
0: each his own. To each his own. Uh, you know, I just realized, fellas, because we're getting ready to go to another break of awesome music before we have our guest Mahesh katagi yes. come on the show. I realized I didn't even tell because Justin jumped in and frazzled me with his <laughs> jump in and the tagline. Sorry. Sorry. Care. Um I- I didn't even give us the title of the Quincy White song which we first had. By the way, this is his new EP album, White Noise. Pretty awesome. Came out just just a little bit ago. Uh, We heard Gold. The last song was Gold. Literally, Gold. Uh, We will now be hearing K-I-N-G by Mr. Quincy White. Guys, stick around. We're gonna have Mahesh Katagi after Quincy White. Right here on the Dot G Show.
2: Let's go. Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm in this so, I'm in a so crazy zone, man. I got to thank my weed, man. My cousin, my blood cousin, Puff. I see why they call you Puff.
0: All right, welcome back to the Doc G Show, everybody. We are very excited to have Fantastic Comedian. He's played all the big-name clubs uh, in New York. Gotham, Caroline's, the New York Comedy Club. It is the one, the only, Dr. Mahesh Kotagi. Mahesh, how's it going? Good, good. Thanks
3: for having me on the
0: show. Very nice, very nice, man. We're excited to have you. Yes! so I want to start off I wanted to ask you even though I feel like your name is is fairly easy to pronounce how did I do on it mm
3: yeah that was perfect okay I mean, I've heard all kinds of things so that was well that that's was spot on. that's what I was gonna
0: <laughs> ask you know our good friend of the show fellow comedian Ahmed Barucha he told us about how he was called Amon Baduti one time when he was introduced <laughs> on stage uh, have you had any Almond badoot situations? Hmm. I mean, the whole one that I can remember is they
3: didn't even try. They just looked at the little sheet and they're like, Ah, okay, well, you're just going to love this next guy. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: did, didn't even try or give you initials, MKs coming to no, the stage? didn't even try,
3: no. Oh,
0: sad, man. Was, I, mean, I don't
3: care if you mispronounce it. it was, it was, it was good to try, you know, but...
0: Yeah, <laughs> you'd think they'd throw it out, so... <laughs> You you but didn't, that was funny. You didn't actually start doing comedy uh, until your last year of rotation of pharmacy school, is that correct?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I did the pharmacy school route because I'm Indian
0: so <laughs> to do that. <laughs> that's that's the normal route, right? That's one person <laughs> start doing route? comedy in high school or go to pharmacy school. Normal Yeah. Normal route. So how did you uh, how did that happen? How did you just decide all of a sudden that year of rotation? I need to do it. I need to. I need to do comedy.
3: Word. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's something I had wanted to do a long time, mm-hmm. and then I just since I got out of school, I got into that, and it's like I literally had no time. And that year, I actually had time. I've been writing the whole time, and I was like, you know what? Let me just try. And when I went in Austin, and I did an open mic, uh, Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. uh, Velveeta Room. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, great club. Uh, I bombed for like two and a half minutes. Oh. Uh, awful, awful jokes. I, I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> I think I talked about being in pharmacy school, which that's not relatable. That's nope.
0: No, <laughs> no, most people can't. <laughs> there are not too many farm days that are like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. That's good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, and, you know, I could do this. And, yeah, here so, we are today.
0: So, so uh, you bombed. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to get back up? I mean cuz you said it was fun and I I can yeah, sort of I went see back that. The next but, week. Oh, back in yeah. the next week. Didn't take too long. Right back up. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Now, you still work as a as a pharmacist, correct?
3: Say what? Yeah, I still have my I still have my day job, I'm trying hopefully uh, you know, after this a lot of your listeners start liking my of thoughts, course then maybe uh it'd be great
0: all 10 of our more. listeners will propel you up into hey, the comedy ten fame. more than I've,
3: than I've got right now
0: <laughs> so is it ever hard i feel like you know switching gears going from oncology pharmaceuticals expert mm-hmm. to comedian I mean, that that seems like it'd be a pretty huge switch. Is it ever a problem where you have to like have some like decompression time before you get on yeah. stage?
3: Yeah, sometimes I just take some time off uh, in between just to kind of change gears and get back in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not too bad. <coughs> I think I've just gotten used to it because mm-hmm. um, I've always just been working while doing it. So it's just kind of one of those things. And... In a way, it's a little bit better because then after I get back from, uh, usually during work, I don't get to work on anything, so when I get back, I'm like, ah, I got a couple of hours, let me at least make these productive and get some writing done, or, uh, Flesh out some ideas or hit the stage. So right. very nice. Uh, it's been it's been good, but I mean, obviously, yeah, the goal eventually here uh, be to do this full time.
0: Okay, uh, that'd
3: be that'd be awesome.
0: So I'm gonna have to give you a follow up question here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you rather? What would you rather do discover a medication that cures all cancer? or have the most popular comedy special of all time. Wait, what? They're going to oh, judge wow. you on it. They're going to judge you on it.
3: <laughs> I feel like everyone's the it. I mean, obviously, I would... I mean, the, the right answer would probably be the first... That
0: is correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Because <laughs> you would have lost all ten fans if you would have yeah, chose... No. Comedy, we all know. We all know. Don't worry, it's fine. Uh, No, that's
3: funny. That's a good question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't actually answer it to yourself. The truth, you'll probably hate yourself. It's the first one. (laughs) So uh, you've done comedy all over the country. Um, Mm -hmm. Would you say New York is your favorite place to do comedy? Hmm.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think um, I would say that is definitely my favorite place just because, um, as a comic, you get up, the repetitions that you get, the amount of reps that you get up on stage every night. I mean, you can get up like five, six times a night. So it's, you just get stronger mm-hmm. like, quickly. Yeah. Um, but I love performing everywhere else, too. Uh, I do shows here in uh, Texas. Um, pretty much all over. I'm going to Oklahoma City um, on the 13th to the 15th. My friend started a comedy festival there, Oklahoma City Comedy Festival. It's yeah. the first year of doing it. Very nice. Um, so I'm doing the Thursday, Friday night there. It's nice going places where uh, there's not a huge comedy scene because I feel like people want comedy and yeah. you can bring it to them. And uh, uh, they're usually more um, attentive listeners. And uh, I mean, everybody likes to laugh. Thirsty so fans. Nice. Exactly, yeah.
0: Well, I feel like uh, just just from the comedians I've talked to, uh, mm-hmm. heckling is the worst in in New York. Is that true? Would you say that's true?
3: Hmm. I guess. I mean, I, luckily, I haven't been heckled too much. Fair enough. Uh,
0: Sweet. Uh, I'm usually.
3: I try. My thing is, I just try to ignore it and. Uh, I'm like, I'm like not, uh, you know. I'm, I'm like a nice guy. And like, you know, nobody wants to tackle me. Like, oh man. You're not the,
0: <laughs> you're not the Andrew Dice Clay up there giving it right Yeah, no. Home. Yeah.
3: Now, yeah, and I think my style is just a little bit different, where it's just not. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I've heard that before too. But I've also heard some of the uh, like one nighters are kind of tough too. It just depends. I, yeah. I guess it just depends on the. The mood and the crowd but,
0: uh, Well So you've performed With a lot of Different comedians too I mean mm-hmm. I and, and I know that This has got to be A tough question Because it'd be A tough question It's a tough question For me And I just watch it On TV But who would you say Has been your favorite That you've worked with That you just think Is absolutely hilarious hmm.
3: Oh man There's so many to name I know um,
0: That's uh,
3: <laughs> Big names I think I had Done a couple of shows uh Gotham and uh, Jim Gafkin had come by. Nice, uh, and he's just such a nice guy. He's, he's so friendly. And he talks mm-hmm. to all the comics, and I mean, just watching that guy work is like he's a genius. You know, he just—you can tell he spent a lot of time writing. Yeah. And then he comes in and he starts with an idea, and by the end of it, when a special comes out, you like, oh, go wow, that's, that's how you're supposed to do things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But- <laughs> I feel like he'd be in that same boat. I don't think anybody would heckle him. I'd be amazed. Like, how do you yeah. heckle a guy that talks 85% about food? and sort? Yeah. <laughs> sort of bizarre. Like a dietitian
3: or something. Exactly.
0: You know that's not healthy for you. Wait, what? Just to let you know that. Um, you know how many
3: carbs are in that thing? <laughs> what?
0: One of your biggest shows was a sold-out show at Caroline's on Broadway. Uh, mm. And I saw in another interview you said that was one of the high, uh, highlights of your career. Um, let's go to the opposite end of that spectrum. What would you say was one of these shows that you were just like, what, what happened? Is this, is this really what I should do? You know, one
3: that that happens once a month, I would, <laughs> I mean, it's not usually that, you know, sometimes I think also being in a New York scene, you get, you get used to going up, especially if you don't have a name, Yeah, uh, you get, you go up at midnight, you go up at 1am on 2am on shows and usually it's like two or three like really drunk people uh and then like one one person that's visiting from a different country that doesn't quite speak english fully so nice. they don't know what you're talking about and they're just staring at you like who, who let this idiot have a microphone <laughs> um so it happens a lot but uh yeah it's not even the small sometimes small crowds a lot of fun like yeah five, six people because then it's just, just having a conversation and it's feels a little bit more natural but yeah. I mean there's I'll tell you one show that sticks out I was in Pennsylvania and I was doing the winery uh-huh. uh and there's still like six seven hundred people there uh, which was it was great uh we got paid and then we got there and we were supposed to do a half an hour me and another comic
0: mm-hmm.
3: each uh but the people didn't know that there was going to be a show <laughs> Wait, what? So, and the guy that was hosting it, he just, uh, I guess he owned the winery or something. He, The way he introduced us was, he was like, he had the microphone. It's like, oh, these guys are going to tell you some funny things. Mm. <laughs> and just handed it. I gotta tell you, that was the worst. Like, I, I only ended up doing like twenty minutes. It was the worst twenty minutes of my life. So. And then yeah. we left, and then we had a long walk back, and people were just confused because they were eating and drinking wine. And, what, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> Where are you with? Like, what? are you selling us something? What's yeah. going on here, <laughs> man? That's not yeah. Force and comedy. There's nothing worse than that. Jeez.
3: Yeah, there's no good surprise. Like, surprise! It's comedy. like, who are these people?
0: Oh man. Well, before comedy, I heard you were still on the stage from time to time because you mm-hmm. were a guitarist in a band. Hell yeah, I was.
3: Yeah, very, horrible. very.
0: <laughs> what, I gotta hear about this band, man. What type? What type of band was it?
3: It was just uh, me and a couple of my uh, college roommates. We just were playing. I uh, just covers and stuff. We never could. We never did write any of our own. Like there was one of us mm-hmm. that was talented. <laughs> and the other four were just kind of hanging around with that guy. <laughs> we would just play. Uh, but yeah, I played guitar. And uh, we didn't do that many shows. We probably did five or six. It was when we were at, in college at UT in Austin. And uh, yeah, I pretty quickly realized it was not for me. Uh, <laughs> You know it's hard when you can't keep beat. What? Uh, keep what, on beat.
0: What kind of what kind of covers? What kind of uh, were the tunes that you got into there? Hmm.
3: Uh, we played everything. We played a little bit of uh, Audio Slave. Nice. We played uh, just all kinds of stuff, um, popular stuff, whatever. Like and then we did like random shows and people be like, "Oh, what do you guys want to do?" We did did like Weezer uh, covers. That was a lot of fun.
0: Very nice, very nice. So the the early two thousands rock scene yeah. very nice Yeah, I like it man uh, you ever think about I guess not getting the band back together maybe before one of your shows
3: <laughs> maybe maybe to get lunch or something but no <laughs>
0: <laughs> well let's let's talk about your, your home life a little bit uh, mm-hmm. so along with being uh, Farm D and a comedian big news on the home front you actually got married about four months ago
3: yeah, yeah, May twenty seventh of this year, I uh, got married, uh, which was cool, and uh, got me a lot of new material. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now my wife is cool. She's really supportive of the comedy and stuff, and uh, she hears all the ideas that half of them don't become jokes, and half of them, some of them do. And
0: is she a, like, is she, she a, a harsh, harsh critic? critic. Hmm.
3: Uh, not, no, she's like an honest critic. I guess that's why I told her at the beginning. I was like, look. Well, we Bad or not because <laughs> <laughs> I mean it'll make both of us it, I was about
0: to say it'll be much better if you tell me than like 500 people in the audience tell me
3: exactly yeah so it's cool because she's uh, she's gotten more into comedy too so we'll watch stuff and she'll give me like good feedback now I'll be like oh you should shorten this and, you know it's not working for you or you know you should quit no, no. and <laughs> <laughs> you know what
0: this isn't for you sorry <laughs>
3: have you thought about going back to playing music Why yeah
0: exactly get the axe back man <laughs> uh, no she's super
3: supportive and honestly it's so helpful because it's like you know you have your low moments uh, a lot and you're like uh, just quit and it's nice to have that support structure it's something that I really understand but that, uh support it. Nice. even if the show goes bad you need that more when you're doing bad than when you're doing good but definitely you nice definitely. to be able to share it well yeah.
0: along with the home life uh, I read in an interview with you that you have mm-hmm. a pretty strong sweet tooth oh oh yeah especially for sweet cereals am I right hmm. oh yeah okay uh, Okay. So my
3: favorite cereal is the next question where we're having well I, yeah I wanted
0: do <laughs> you take time think of your top 3 and then give me the okay. list from 3 to 1.
3: Oh from 3 to 1. Yeah, I want oh, to reveal
0: okay. the big number 1, the best hmm. one at the end. What do All we right. Um, okay. Oh, that's a good question. I hmm.
3: I like apple jacks. Okay. 3
0: Apple number 3.
3: And then I would say honeycomb.
0: Ooh, very nice. That's yeah. what. That's then, a very underutilized one, actually, honeycomb. Yeah, it's
3: it's, un, it's underrated.
0: Yeah, I and most of the time when you go to like a continental breakfast in a in a hotel, that's you're not gonna see it there. <laughs> nope. That's, they don't see it, you know. Yeah, it's 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 a rough one. All right, number one. Hmm.
3: Number one, I'm gonna
0: have to tell you is Lucky Charms. Oh, very classic sweet cereal. That is very good. Good choice. That, good choice.
3: That is a good cereal, and the milk. Uh,
0: You get the little mushroomy milk at the end. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good, man. I love. Yeah, I would have to. I don't know, man. That's hard. I'm never good at this. What would you say? I'm. It's hard as far as top three. Like that's tough for me. I think I'd have to put cinnamon toast crunch somewhere up there. I do love cinnamon
3: toast crunch is great. Yeah.
0: And I do love as far as fruity cereals tricks. Uh Tricks is very high Ooh, up on my list. Good. Those two, I think, would have to make it on my top three, and then maybe Lucky Charms. As far as the 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 list, as far as ranking them, I don't think I could do that. It's too hard. Uh, that's true. I, I ask you I ask you an impossible question. I apologize. <laughs> uh,
3: and you know I forgot Fruity Pebbles on there too. That's, oh,
0: that's that is a very good one. Very good. Well, <laughs> along with your cereal cravings, I saw on your Instagram. Uh, about uh, I think it was uh, at the start of the summer, maybe or maybe just a month ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Driving range, you were attempting oh. to hit some balls, <laughs> and I'm kind of thing is the key word there. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, there was a lot of confidence in your swing. The con the confidence did not manifest itself <laughs> into a good shot, though. Nope. He completely no, missed the ball. Now. Are you an avid golfer, or I'm guessing not?
3: Hmm. Definitely not. I mean, I like to go every now and then, and that was like I hadn't gone in uh, a long time. Yeah. So, uh, but you know what? It's, lifting the part, I think, is a big part of it.
0: Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That is. Uh, I definitely
3: looked like I knew what I was doing. Exactly. So when you I actually swung, <laughs> you
0: came back and I was like, "Look at that. That's good. That's good." Oh, wait, no, uh, the ball didn't leave. Nope. Okay. He sucks. <laughs> well, since we're on the topics of you not doing things so well, you also have a video of you trying an electric scooter. <laughs> oh, you saw
3: that one
0: too. <laughs> yeah, I've never tried one of these things, but I gotta ask: Are they that hard to balance on, or are you that bad at electric scooters?
3: I mean, I'd like to say that they're really hard to balance on. Yeah, but then again, you see like kids doing no. it. No, so let's go with the I first one. It's pretty, bad. No. yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to balance on. It's you know. impossible. It's
0: not, yes. There we go. It's really hard. We.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it.
0: I was, I was surprised though. A lot of people like checking you out, uh, not being good at a scooter. That was like your most popular video. People were just like, "Look at yeah, him! He I can't do even do that."
3: I know. I, I, got, I got a lot of comments on there, too. People are like, oh, you're you're so stupid. I was like, hey, come on, man. Come on. Be supportive. I'm never going to go out on a sidewalk again. I think I'm out here trying.
0: Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> well, uh, it's Mahesh, I, we're uh, up against a break, but I want to thank you for coming up on the show, man. Yes! Hey,
3: thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah.
0: Besides the uh, OKC Comedy Fest there, uh, Mm -hmm. what other shows do you have coming up in October? Hmm.
3: October, I got a show um, that I produce out in L.A.
0: Mm
3: I think it's on the 20th. Uh, I need to double-check my calendar. But uh, it's a cool show. It's at a furniture store. Yeah. What? Uh, Which sounds a little odd, but it's, uh, it's like a... Yeah, it's a little different, um, but that's kind of what I was going for. I was trying to do a show in a place that you wouldn't normally have a show. Right. And Honestly, the seating is so comfortable. <laughs> like they do everything handmade, and like uh, it's such a cool spot. And uh, yeah, the comics that I've had on have had a great time, and I'm just figuring out the um, lineup for that one coming up. Very nice. But uh, other than that, everything's on my social media. Of course. Instagram. Uh, of course. If you guys want to see me trying to do things and failing miserably with them.
0: Uh, it's, oh, on on Instagram? Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's on there.
0: It's on there. It's on there. So he's at www.maheshkotagi.com and on mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter at Mahesh Kotagi. Thanks yep. a lot for being on the show, man.
3: Hey, thanks a lot for having me, and uh, have a good rest of your week.
0: All right, man.
3: It is Rock Montana, Mucho Yo, and it's Rockin' Yellow on the Doc
1: G Show, and the trap door wide open, you know?
0: And we are back one more time here on the Doc G Show. One more time. Uh, wanna celebrate. Huh? Uh. Time
2: to celebrate. Uh. uh. Anywho,
0: so we heard Quincy White. He jammed it out. You should go get that album on Apple. You should go get it on whatever streaming service you have because it's fantastic. And we always support Mr. White here on the show. Yes, sir. Now, you also heard Mahesh Katagi, our interview. It was pretty fantastic. Uh, fellas, I want to recap with you there. We talked about uh, Popular Cereals, his favorite top mm. three cereals to eat uh, in this order. Going from three to one, it would be Apple Jacks, Honeycomb or Honeycrisp, and then uh, Lucky Charms. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think about that list? Those are
1: pretty sweet cereals. See what I did there? They are. Kind of a kind of a rookie list, but. What What would
0: would your number? The Honeycombs did throw me off. What would be your number one?
2: Cookie Crisp is number one, like,
1: sweet cereal. Oh, really?
0: Mm, really? Yeah. I remember one time I got this little bag of just normal chocolate chip cookies and just decided to pour milk all over them. We're like, this will be just like Cookie cookie Crunch. It was not. <laughs> it's, it it it's it's all
1: pretty pretty mushed close. up, probably.
0: And, well, pretty that was close. the thing. It turned to mush. I just had a pile of mush cookies. You Eat-
1: sick freak yeah
0: it was me trying to be fat as a kid that's what you know it uh it it worked out i was chubby for a long time um hey same here i think i'd have to put uh cinnamon toast crunch at the top of mine
1: yeah i I, I was surprised that that, he didn't say like the most sugar-coated cereal ever
0: it's so good it's so good also uh tricks as i said to him i love some tricks Uh. It's yeah. it's my favorite fruity cereal. It our, goes our above fruits. Three, our
2: top three was way better. Not to be rude to him, but way better.
0: No, well, he's not gonna he's not gonna listen to our show anymore. Thanks, thanks, Dave. That's <laughs> ruined.
1: That. Sorry. Jeez. Anyways, I do. I am a fan of Apple Jacks.
0: Apple Jacks is good, man. You got to be in the mood. It's sort of like Golden Grahams. I think Golden yeah. Grahams is awesome when I'm in the mood. In the move, yeah. in the mood for it, but when I'm not, yeah. I'm like ah ooh ooh. Same thing with Apple Jacks. It just rubs me the wrong agree. way. Uh, guys, yep. are we ready for the birthday suit? The last yes. one. Let's yes. go. Now this one. Just so you know, because I wouldn't expect you to know the first name. I will accept just the last name on this one. Okay Just the last name. Will
1: you give us extra credit If we get the first Oh minute.
0: totally Share. share 100% I will give you uh, uh, Extra credit Sweet uh, oh, it, oh, And oh. you'll see this When I When I give the first clue Born on September 26
1: 1849 Oh my
0: crap. In Ryazan, Russia
1: Jeez Oh my goodness
0: Our birthday oh, wow. suit Where was the oldest Of 11 children Wow at the young age of 11, or sorry, at the young age of 3 our birthday suit wearer fell off a tall stone wall and was seriously injured and as a result of the injuries he couldn't start former schooling until the age of 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, our birthday suit wearer, oh I'm sorry I misread. What? Let me go back. Uh, it wasn't what? at oh it, it wasn't at the age of 3 it just says a young age i misread i was looking at the line above you're sorry you're assuming everything young age not 3 sorry anyways in 1870 our birthday suitwear started attending the university of st petersburg after receiving a degree our birthday suitwear continued on in his studies at the Imperial Academy of Medical Surgery. After receiving a doctorate, wow. our birthday suit wearer went to Germany. In 1901, our birthday suit wearer won a Nobel Prize for his research on classical conditioning. He found that he could train a dog to start salivating at the sound Ivan of a- bu- Oh, extra credit! Extra credit! Come
1: on,
2: baby. There he
0: is.
1: Pavlovian
0: method conditioning.
2: There we go. Yeah,
0: he even got the Ivan. Ivan. Pavlov. Very nice.
2: Yes. Wow, Justin, I'm impressed. I don't care what your GRE score. That was impressive. What? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Don't
1: tell everyone.
0: <laughs> Pavlov, sadly, did die. 1936, obviously. It'd be very oh. impressive if he was still alive. That would make him uh, 179. Wait, what? So that would be a pretty, pretty old dude. Uh, but... He did come up, obviously, with the classical conditioning idea with the help of his dogs and their salivating activities before dinner time. Very nice. Very nice. Guys, that about does it. But I would like to celebrate the fact, again, that we have great guests coming in hopefully i'm i'm working who we
1: got
2: i'm I'm working name drop yeah i can can, i can
0: name drop some of course we got the black bettys coming up on the show very exciting we've got uh bella vita who we've enjoyed their tune several times we've got them coming in for an interview as well as some new songs along with the uh along with the interview so that should be very good i'm still working on an actual date For Mr. Quincy White to come on the show, but I want him to come back. Of course, I want him to come back. Um, We've also got Andy Frasco laying in the cut, waiting to come on. Tell us why we suck at doing our radio show. That should be very fun. Give us some pointers. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But until then, guys, we are going to have to end the show. I have been your host, Doc. G. with me as always the one the only Justin Virgin Bat Evangelista there can be only one you are the Highlander Justin along with you a co asterisk to your Highlander is the one the only Dave Burles Berlin
2: until next time listeners
0: mm. we will see you again on the flip side until then zip it up and zip it out
3: zippity-doo-dah
0: <laughs>